please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Our region, she has led in times of prosperity, social unrest, and natural disasters. Duke Energy is proud to sponsor this evening's recognition of her as a 2018 citizen of the Carolinas honorary. Please turn your attention to the screens behind me as we learn more about Ambassador Haley and the impact she's had on our region. I can't think of too many people like Mickey Haley. Any room she walks in, she lights up. I've traveled around with her when she was governor, and, and folks from around the country and around the world want to meet her. I first met Nikki Haley 11 years ago as a member of the South Carolina delegation to the World Economic Forum in Dalian, China. It only took a couple of days for the Chinese and Russian delegates to forget about Governor Sanford, me, and Mitchell and the crowds quickly formed around then state representative Nikki Haley. She really genuinely cares about people. She really listens to what they think about the problem. This is vintage Nikki Haley. She got her in front of a Walmart supplier summit, 5,000 people. About five years ago, I stood up and said three things. One, in South Carolina, we don't like unions. She said a little stronger than that. But we don't like unions. We're cutting taxes. And in South Carolina, we're open for business. She was an economic She's a change agent. Status quo was never what she wanted. Nor wasn't what she was willing to tolerate. If you never had the opportunity to walk in her office as governor, the one thing you would notice around you were shunts. And every one of those shunts represented a facility, represented jobs. Nikki Haley has made a huge difference in the economic impact of South Carolina and where we're taking manufacturing in our state. Her most significant contribution, I believe, will go down as the state's response to the Mother Manual Massacre. Nikki was able to bring together the public sentiment, the business community, to really help fix and heal the state during a tremendously difficult time for our state. Forgiveness is critical, but reconciliation takes work, and she led the way for that reconciliation.
let you know it's a great day to be back in the Carolinas. So thank you very much for that. Um, it's really pretty amazing to get this honor, and I want to thank you so much because the Carolinas truly is a special place with special people who have great values. We very much commit ourselves to our church, our families, and our communities. That's who we are. That's what we do. In my final State of the State address as governor, I said I was going to go on and take a new challenge in New York, but I would always keep one eye on South Carolina, and I have. My heart has been in South Carolina as well as my sister state over the past two years as they battled floods and horrific storms. I've watched my fellow South Carolinians continue to come together to achieve record unemployment and economic growth. I've been here sometimes physically, often in spirit, as my Clemson Tigers have torn up the ACC record books. And don't worry, I won't mention NC State. We're all Carolinians tonight. There will always be a part of me that's in the Carolinas, regardless of where I am. I wear a necklace that symbols the South Carolina flag, a crescent and palmetto tree, to remind me every day where I come from. So it was only natural that when I went to the United Nations that I brought some of that Southern grit and hospitality with me. I came to New York and to the United Nations as an outsider. Other ambassadors would often talk about how many languages they spoke. I told them I only spoke one, Southern. I'm confident that I am the first American ambassador to ever say, bless your heart. <laughs> when I really meant something else. <laughs> but it turns out that being governor of the people of South Carolina was perfect preparation for international diplomacy. Carolinians are tough. We've had to be. We've had to lean forward to sell our states and their workers to companies like Boeing, BMW, Volvo, Continental Tire. We had to create a business environment in which these companies could succeed. We had to convince them that our workers were up to the standards of modern science and manufacturing. And we had to get them to trust we would have their back, not with words, but with our partnership. There were those who doubted we could pull it off, but we did it by working hard, doing our homework, and being honest. I have faced my share of doubters at the United Nations, too, when it comes to American principles and leadership. The United States is by far the largest financial contributor to the United Nations, but we're often disrespected there, and our generosity is often taken for granted. We've changed that by bringing Carolina values to the United Nations. On my first day at the UN, I told my colleagues that the United States was taking names of countries that don't have our back. I said it with a smile, of course. They really didn't know what to do with that. They weren't used to that approach from the United States. We've made it our mission to show the American people value for their investment in the United Nations. On some of our most principled stands, we don't get a lot of support at the UN. But that's okay. Because for us, standing up for what is right, even when we're standing alone, is a point of pride. It's what we do. As governor of South Carolina, I learned an important aspect of leadership that has taken a lot of work at the United Nations. That's being able to put yourself 
in the shoes of those you disagree with. Understand what they want and where they're coming from. You don't have to agree with them. Most of the times you won't. But leadership is bringing people around to your point of view by convincing them that it's in their best interest to do so. South Carolinians did that after the Mother Emanuel church shootings. We didn't go to our corners or refuse to talk to each other. There was unbelievable forgiveness, and that inspired the people and their elected officials to come together to heal some terrible, festering wounds. Putting myself in other countries' shoes at the UN was crucial in getting these sanctions on North Korea and convincing all of those countries that it was in their best interest to get, nuclear, to get North Korea to get rid of their nuclear weapons. The people of the Carolinas have taught me leadership is being confident enough in your principles to listen to those you don't agree with. Being strong and confident in who you are allows you to know when to bend and when to hold the line. Like palmetto trees, we can bend like little with the winds of storm, but we stay strongly rooted. That's how we survive to become even stronger. I thank you once again for this honor, and I accept it in the name of the people of South Carolina who have taught me their example, guided me with their leadership, and inspired me with their courage. Thank you very much. God bless. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre.